Good tidings we bring, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. West Brom were gubbed and Manchester United are on the march. It's Wednesday, 30th of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jingle Bells. And I'm Luke Moore. Jimble Bells. Mm. It's good. Very good. Witty. <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's witty. Yeah. How are you doing, boys? It's uh, it's that bit, isn't it? The, the perineum. Year. The gooch. <laughs> Jim calls it the Christmas, Christmas perineum. Gooch. Yeah. Oh, Christmas gooch? Christmas well, gooch now. Christmas but Graham gooch. Traditional Christmas gooch. But a gooch is a colloquial term for a perineum. Oh, right? yeah, 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 very much yeah. so. Just, like absolutely clear. just as well Graham Gooch wasn't uh, <laughs> batting away for England. I never really considered that, to be honest. No, because he was, he yeah. was what was he, in the 80s and 90s? Yeah. Big GG. Yeah. G squared. There you go. It? Love yeah. that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you've had a marvelous Christmas, and you're in that you're in that phase where you, you're eating too much, but you don't give a jobby. Mm. Yeah. You think sod it all. The football's on, and uh, and and the and the meat is cold. But my goodness, yeah. it's tasty. That's it's painful. But I'm going to wrap this quality treat in <laughs> leftover turkey yeah. and soldier on. Someone was saying the other day. Someone was saying the other day they run out of crackers for cheese, so they were spreading soft cheese on hard cheese. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Lily Allen. I oh, was it Lily yeah. Allen that originated it? Okay. Yeah. We're only doing this show for an hour to have a break from eating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's about it. And watching football. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, 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 our troughs are soaking. Uh-huh. So what else are we going to do? Yeah. Jim, you must be absolutely loving it because because Arsenal, uh, who face West Brom, of course, on the weekend, are having a good time, mm. and and it bodes well because uh, you must have been concerned when West Brom got that point at Liverpool. Everyone was saying, oh, Big Sam's back. Oh, here we go. But then Bielsa said, well, I don't know what all the fuss is about. Mm, well, this, well, this guy. I watched this game and West Brom weren't very good. They were dreadful. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it was photoshopped or not. I suspect it was, but there was, a, seen it. There was a picture of Big Sam sitting on a Leeds bucket yeah. as yeah. if he was taking the piss No, but Bielsa. they do sell Leeds United buckets. No, I know they do. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I mean, to be fair, he could have just been given one for a bit of a laugh yeah it could have been photoshopped or he could be taking the piss if he done if he <laughs> if he's if he sat on that and it's not photoshopped yeah it, he looks like an idiot now yeah <laughs> it's, it's naive isn't it and i'm here for it <laughs> this aged well says some knob on twitter yeah uh-huh. that's one you, of those it, I, well, sometimes yeah it could have been anyway <laughs> yeah west Brom weren't very good marcus um always nice particularly mm. at the festive period i think yeah to um to sit down and watch a game and I've not had the problems that other people may or may not have had on Amazon Prime I, it's been fine yeah, it's the same actually yeah um but you sit down you you you, you load up Amazon Prime it's quite exciting oh yeah uh, and then you hear who's on who's doing the the, the, the coverage and you hear, it's not quite as exciting anymore uh, and then you start off with a festive game and you see a lovely comedy own goal yeah oh and my a really good one oh. and then t- Twitter bores yeah to pipe up and say, well, he should never be doing a back pass in between his own goalposts anyway. That's that's page one yeah. of under nines football. It's not, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't. I agree. Yeah. But people always say that, don't they? No, he, he should because it was funny. Yeah, it's great. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Let some light into your lives. Yeah, Twitter board. <laughs> Check it what's, out. Who? What's wrong? You know, I, you, you've got some problems. Address them. We're going to do a bit more on Twitter in a minute, aren't we? As well. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, I think Look we might do. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, oh, it was such. It, it, you're down the bottom of the table. It's early on in the yeah. game. It's just, nine minutes in. It, it's, it's textbook, isn't it? It's not what you need. It, it really isn't. is. Romain Sawyer's the only player from St Kitts and Nevis in the Premier League. Oh, possibly. I think he is. He's a, he's a St Kitts and Nevis international. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. grand. But is he? No, is that's he actually, the first time I'm even hearing of that place. But is yeah. he? Is he <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. Is it the Caribbean? Yeah. St. Kitts and, and Nevis or Nevis, yeah, depending on... not aware of it. 
Yeah, related to Ben Nevis. Ha ha, lol. Yeah. Um, uh, was he... And Ruben Nevis. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> was he... Um, but is he from here, but his... Uh, I don't know, Mark, I'm not sure about his... He um... brought something to the table. Yeah, but I, all I know is he represented them. He plays for them. Yeah, okay. Mm. So he plays for international level. That's so that's, if it's good enough for the good people at FIFA, Marcus... Are you worried he's going to be dropped? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I think he's still... I think he might be able to play for them as long as he needs to. <laughs> as long as he wants to. But uh, I, I, let's just say, even for St. Kitts and Nevis, it's not helped his international... Yeah, I think board. the good people of those uh, islands will be looking at it going, oh, don't mm. embarrass us, mate. Yeah. Mm. Flipping heck. Yeah. Um, no, I, I felt a bit sorry for him. And, and to be honest with you, I mean, if he hasn't looked at... I don't, I don't know whether one should blame the goalkeeper or the defender. Goalkeepers will definitely blame the no. defender. Blame anyone. Just yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I blame Allardyce. Yeah. yeah. What's he doing? Yeah, well, you know, he's got to set them up. What kind he? of they're tactics only, are they doing? They're, they're moulded in his image. <laughs> yeah. I like to. I like Mold the way... being the uh, festive word, of course. Mm. Sky Sports News covered this game this morning. In a, the, I, when I'm on the show um, in the in the day, I know in the morning I'm waiting my breakfast. I'll just watch the, the, mm. the roundup of the football news from the night before. And Sky Sports News bashed for it quite quick. Mm-hmm. And. Um, they they did their headlines this morning, and I can't remember what they said about. They basically said West Brom lose five 0 at home to Leeds United. Marcelo Bielsa says this, and they just went. And Sam Adams has called for a circuit breaker break to football. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Obviously about COVID, but they didn't say that. Yeah, yeah, it, just, yeah. it just it made it sound like he was like, "Well, this is absolute bollocks." <laughs> Let's just get rid of football because I'm fed up with this. I need two weeks uninterrupted with them on the yeah. training ground. If I'm going to keep my record and never being relegated, I need the sport to end now. And, and I need to pull that up as well because he has been he relegated. He has been relegated. Notts County, 1997. Of course. He took over in January. Yeah. He somehow managed uh-huh. to... And I respect it's it. It's never I relegated do. from the Premier League, isn't it? That's the thing. Well, okay. But that, people don't say that. No, that's they? true. They just say Big Sam's never been yeah. relegated, which I is know. not true. In the same way, Jose Mourinho's always won the Premier League every season he's played in it, <laughs> according to his stats. Playing now. Yeah. He's playing now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Allardyce had said of Bielsa ahead of the game, I've got to work out why he's so crazy. So they just kicked a hornet's bucket. Yeah. Like with all of this pre-match behaviour. There are hornets under that bucket. Yeah. He just lets a couple out. So it's like <laughs> a little give fart. instructions to players. Yeah, it's a little hornet fart. And it's got a little hornet translator as well. Yeah. Right, but the <laughs> yeah next to it, flying next to it. It's tiny. Sits on Phillips' shoulder. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. D- d- dictating the game. But we yeah. do know Beelzeside like to swarm, don't they? They do. Which do. is very infitting. Follow, watch the hornets! Did you, did you see also after the game? Mm. I watched this game and it was... Because... Um, Oh, some lovely goals, weren't they? Yeah, there was, some, there was two absolute beauties. These are good for that. They don't just spank yeah. you. They spank you in style. Uh, the technique on um, Rafinha is something else. It's just great to watch. Yeah. But football has got to the point now, particularly at the Christmas period, mm-hmm. where, and I don't know if anyone listening to this show thinks that we know what we're talking about anyway, which is absolutely fine, but if, assuming they do, we don't, mm. because no one does. Yeah. And it's good watching and listening to serious, quote-unquote serious pundits try and pretend they know what's happening because mm-hmm. no one does. Everything changes around so quick. So what I'm, this is a long run-up to basically say, when you flick on a football match, which is on all the time, they're on, on all the time now, mm-hmm. seeing a car crash of a game is brilliant. Yeah, seeing yeah. a 5-0 home defeat is what you want. Absolutely. With apologies to West Brom fans, mm-hmm. we've all been there, but when you're a neutral, it's great. Because yeah. what's going to happen next? Is it going to be yeah. 10? Yeah. I want it to be 10. <laughs> well, with Leeds, it could be. I mean, if you yeah. look at their last few results, they, they lost at home to West Ham 2-1. Then they came back and beat Newcastle 5-2. Then they got beat (laughs) 6-2. Then they won 1-0. And then they won 5-0. No one knows what's happening. Leeds are... It is is madness. um, But it is very, very enjoyable. I heard a pundit, I forget who it was now, on the radio a couple of days ago, talking about different teams. Everything he said Mm -hmm. 
someone else went, well, that's not, no, because that happened. He said, oh, yeah, that happened, didn't it? And yeah. he couldn't keep up with it. And the yeah. one point he made was that Aston Villa probably aren't going to beat all the big teams, but they're going to beat every team below them because they're a little bit better than everyone expects. Mm-hmm. And then someone just went, well, they beat Liverpool 7-2. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, brilliant. Yeah. No one knows what's happening. Leeds United are currently... Really refreshing. They, it is. They're, they're currently 11th and they are 12 points above the relegation zone. Yeah. Nine points off the top. It's mad. <laughs> I said that I'd, I, when, at the start of the season when when Big Vish, Big Vishy style was oh, yeah. um, flexing about for their fishes and talking about yeah. Leeds. We wish you a Merry stuff. Christmas. Yeah, I said Leeds will finish in the top. They won't change and they'll finish in the top half. They haven't changed, yeah. so I've been right on that front. Currently eleventh though. So I know struggling. that would be annoying. You are Some struggling. To go. Did you guys see as well? I don't really know how. I mean, it's amazing to think of what this conversation could have been mm. after the game. Bielsa and Sammy Lee were chatting for quite some time. <clears throat> Yeah, I well possibly because Bielsa can't get his English across. Yeah, maybe. Mm. But Sammy Lee was very polite and deferential, which you don't expect of Sammy Lee. You think of him as a right terrier. You yeah. do. <laughs> Is that because of that famous photo of yeah. him and Roy Hodgson? It's though, exclusively where because of Sammy that. Sammy Lee looks like an orc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every day I'm shuffling. <laughs> That's the, the name greatest photo that's ever right. taken in the history of sport. Yeah. Do you think, in the same way, in the same way, uh, Mike Phelan was to Ferguson? Is he Allardyce's attack dog? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Roy Hodgson was like, he's like that, isn't he? Yeah, Roy Hodgson. <laughs> he looks, looks like, like Wario. He looks no, he's like, like Wario. Yeah. He looks like Cyril Sneer. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, from the raccoons, which uh, younger people you will have to Google, yeah. and also some sort of like cartoon gangster, <laughs> and I do mean actual cartoon yeah, yeah. he doesn't look like a real human being he in looks the photo. Like, it's amazing looks like he's even holding an invisible pool cue as well and, yeah. And, yeah it does and Sammy Lee looks like someone's crashed his car yeah <laughs> but he's he's like fuming he's, like he's hovering yeah like, yeah, like he's got little wings that you can't yeah. see in the photo yeah. it's brilliant did, did Sammy Lee offer Marcelo Bills a Werther's original he might have done could have handed him all his trousers <laughs> down couldn't he <laughs> Oh. You remember that story I told the other yeah, day yeah. when he's handing uh, Big Sam. I well, think people should have to work harder to get our stories. Yeah, <laughs> so, I agree. Yeah. It's not one of mine. Let's be honest. <laughs> I wasn't driving. You were driving. The car. You were driving. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, uh, Bielsa um, said after the game, we played in a cautious manner. Yeah. Brilliant. Does he realise he like? He just takes the piss so much. Could be Is it lost in translation. Could I be don't translator. Know. Yeah, could it, be. It's so great that we, could, we talked about Bielsa for years yeah. uh, on this show. We remember the 2010 World Cup. Pretty sure it was 2010 when he was managing Chile, um, and uh, you know, sort of crazy ways. Just to have him in the Prem is, is, oh, is just delightful. We've, we've wanted it for a long time, and it's just delivering He's more than good. we could have expected. He's as good as Leeds United social media manager is bad. Well, I was yeah. about to say we, we're very much enjoying Leeds, um, but there's not, some of their what they've been doing since they've been in the Premier League is under <laughs> scrutiny, and uh, the the you know the big wig at the club even said, "Well, I stand by this because Karen Carney it was, was last night after the game. Was, yeah, was yeah. last night after the game. She was saying how she felt that, and and this is a bit of a trope with Bielsa that uh, you know his teams run out of steam towards the end of the season. We saw that in Marseille, uh, Athletic Bilbao as well." And, uh, and one could say the same with, with Leeds, you know, when they when they didn't go up the first time round under uh, Bielsa. And she said, I think that the break caused by the pandemic helped them because it refreshed them and then they went up. And of course, the, the official Leeds account tweeted that, re- retweeted her saying that, saying, mm. you know, hang on, we won the league by 10 points. Basically saying this is... This Don't is look at me, you look at Campbell, he's fuming. Yeah, well, I think she did say... Um, 
she th- she said something along the lines of I think Leeds went up because of COVID, which yeah. is clumsily said. It's like an explosive sure, way of saying it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm sure she was basically in between two people that were speaking already and had to make a point very, very quickly, very succinctly. I'm sure if she had more time to say that, she would have phrased it a bit better than that. Well, that's the pundit's but game, Jim. You get, indeed, you've got indeed. seconds to say stuff. Absolutely. Um, so it's, Unless you're it, me on this it's show. Not a, yeah. <laughs> that's why we created this show. Yeah. Yeah. You've got more room to breathe. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not a great piece of punditry. I'm sure she'd hold her hands up on that. But... The, the the way that the the lead social media manager, as you rightly point out, sort of made a point of that and sort of really, really dug her out on it. That was only ever going to lead to a pylon and it led to a lot of kind of sexist abuse. Karen Cardi has had, Carney has had a lot of that before as well yeah. from back when she was a player. Some mm-hmm. disgusting things aimed at her. And yes, if you are a pundit and you put something out there, then that is up for scrutiny. But I think an official ca- account behaving that way it isn't great. And they've done it to Gabby Agbonlahor earlier in the season as well. And I appreciate as well that there is a line to be trod if you want to... Um, run a social media account in an engaging way that your fans appreciate that isn't effectively just a kind of boring corporate mouthpiece. But I think they, they got it wrong on this occasion. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack, I think. One is that Karen Carney is an excellent pundit, in my opinion. And if she is paid to give her opinion on the game, then she should be able to do that without, without mm. fear of any kind of, you know, personal um, retribution. I mean... Whether you agree with their opinion or not is entirely up to you. That's perfectly your right to, mm-hmm. to say whether you agree with it. That's the name of the game, right? You, That's I mean, what's so popular. Would you not think, though, that um, it's, for, for me, I sort of think, yeah, I mean, a, an official club account, I've, you know, I think you look a bit precious if you're retweeting. Yeah. Just that. enjoy the win. You just won 5 0 away from home. Sure. But but for, for me, I, I sort of think I, I it's the people's responses. Mm. Oh, but, Marcus, it's multifaceted. Yeah. If you take it in chronological order, They've won a game, yep. so they should be really happy with that, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they are. They've got Karen Carney making her comments, which is her job. And yeah, like I said, you mm-hmm. agree with them or you don't, it's up to you. You've got the, the, the official club Twitter acting like some kind of appalling banter account, mm. right? Well, but I, I mean, and, I suppose from their... Oh, but, they know, but, they, but the thing, from their point of view, I know what you're going to say, mm-hmm. I know what you're going to say, and I understand that, mm. um, but they also need to understand they don't exist in a vacuum, right? Mm. If they are people who are running social media, we have people who run social media here. We've all, for sure, worked with social media managers in the past. Mm -hmm. They understand what social media is like Mm. and what the biggest tropes or the biggest issues with social media have been over the last however many years, which has been racist, sexist, misogynistic abuse of human beings, right? They're human beings, right? So for them to actively partake in that knowing what's going to happen mm. and I'll say it now I'm happy to say it on the show at the risk of doing a Pete Donaldson um, I'll tell you the amount of Leeds United fans I've muted this season has mm. been more than any other club I was delighted to see Leeds United back in the Premier League they're a brilliant club well, and we've just talked about them there yeah, yeah. And they've brought, enjoying they've brought, their style exactly much, so. but their fans a section of their fans we've experienced we've all everyone in this room's experienced it whether you guys want to talk about it or not it's up to you when we've been to Leeds when we've spoken about Leeds when we've done this that and the other we've experienced a section of their fan base a section not all of them who behave in an abusive manner Leeds United that Twitter account has either done it unthinkingly which is okay it's a mistake in which case you'd argue that they need to hold their hands up straight away and come out and say sorry about that we won't do it again <clears throat> apologies to Karen or they've done it on purpose and if they've done it on purpose mm. they know what's going to happen and they've they've endorsed it and they've uh, they've essentially enabled it to happen yeah i mean so especially... it's it's, just, it's a load of old shit and loads of people individually after that have chosen to abuse another human being online. It's, it's, it's bullshit. And with the quote of the uh, of the video itself and the actual breakdown of uh, of 
of, of you know what they believe the problem to be it couldn't be it, the tweet could not be set up as bait anymore could it no exactly it's not on purpose and I know we, we have to we have to move on well, gentlemen answer me this then um, how will Jose Mourinho's Instagram account troll Leeds's Twitter <laughs> yeah, account yeah. because they face each other on the weekend it will get a bit meta it will get a bit meta do you think so yeah. will Jose do a picture of him like perusing Twitter over his sort of shoulder if Spurs win and he's kind of do you know how will he I'd love to have seen Jose pile in on, on that account and say it's not acceptable but he, he's got the power mm. but he wouldn't do it I, I just think finally we will mm. talk about Leeds and Spurs obviously there, it, it is different when you're talking about female pundits as well because they've had to work so much mm-hmm. harder to get to where they are yeah. and they're treated in a different way mm-hmm. and people need to understand that. It's not a case of everyone should be there on merit, everyone should be this. Of course that's the case, but the world doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. So we have to live in the real world as well. Mm-hmm. Well, well said, sir. Well yeah, said. Uh, but Spurs leads will be an interesting game because Spurs have been under a lot of pressure, uh-huh. particularly after that Wolves game. And when I say Spurs, I mean probably it's been... Because Mourinho said something really interesting. Really? I think you guys, yeah, you guys picked up on it or not, I'm not sure. But he said after the Wolves game, mm-hmm. he was asked by what might be the BBC reporter, why are you so negative, basically? And he said a version of, I told the players not to be negative, but they, they've ignored my instructions. Wow. Which to me is, I mean, it's a packed list, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's probably the biggest load of bullshit that Jose <laughs> has said in, in a very packed year. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, if the form table's anything to go by, Jim, then the team uh, who are on form at the moment from North London are Arsenal. Yeah, you'd, uh, you'd have to say... And, um, and that's the real quiz. I assume that you guys were going to get to this, but obviously they beat Brighton last night. It was, uh, it was a scrappy win. It was one of those wins where you win ugly. But winning ugly, that's title-winning form, isn't it? <laughs> They're only 12 points off the top. Well, quite. I know, a few wins here and there. It was a shame to see Saka hobble off yeah. uh, off the pitch because he was brilliant. He was. He's been Again, their best player. He's their only good player. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's like 10 at once. Jim, yeah, I asked, great. Jim, I, asked everywhere. You, I asked you this during the international break and I will, it's been so long since Take I've talked about out, England. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, is he going to win the Euros for England come Saka. this summer? Yeah. Uh, yeah you laughed at me when I asked you that. <laughs> and you're laughing still. He's got two adorable hands on that trophy already. Yeah, he does. He really does. Um, so it was uh, good for Lacazette to score as well. Yeah, and after 21 seconds, brilliant. Mm. Um, so, yeah, um, Lacazette's been a little bit maligned recently, so that's good for him as well. And also the youngsters coming into the team have given, given the team a bit of energy, a bit of mm-hmm. a boost. First half yesterday was terrible, and that doesn't apply to that, but they were better in the second half, mm-hmm. and uh, it showed against Chelsea as well. But Lacazette coming in and staking yeah. a claim for a place is great as well. That's what Arteta needs. He needs these people fighting for places and fighting to actually be on the pitch rather than looking like they're terrified to be there. What do you think of Emile Smith-Rowe? Big fan, big mm-hmm. fan. He's been unlucky with injuries. He's, <clears throat> he's one of those players. He's come through that same generation as Nketiah and Saka, but he went out on, and Nelson as well, he went out on loan to Germany, but um, he he was basically too injured to play much. But mm. yeah, he's, he's someone that, um, you know, fans of Arsenal have been excited about for a while. And it's good to see him get a run. And it's just nice to see a number 10 um, in there. Yeah. Well, and also the, the other reasons for Arsenal to be positive, Tierney and, and Martinelli sort of combining and so on. And we've just suddenly, the last couple of games, yeah. it's this season. It moves mode. quickly, doesn't well, it? it does they, have some, they have got some good players, they just don't pick them. Yeah, I mean, mm. one one minute, you know, it was all sort of, you know, winning the FA Cup, and then it's all sort of doom and gloom and relegation fodder and all this kind of crap. And then winning a couple of games, this season is moving quicker in my sort of yeah. vision than it, well, than it, it ever is. Has. I mean, it is condensed, isn't it? So yeah. that, is, that is actually happening as well as sure. the, being the perception of that. But I, I don't know about 
you guys, but I'm obviously it's a, it's not that much fun as an Arsenal fan. But taking a step back from that, and, it, and as a as a sort of general football fan, it it has shaken the pack up to such an exciting degree. Obviously, you know. You would think it feels like Liverpool are out in front, but they're only like a point above Man United, two points above yeah. Man United, rather. Yeah. So well, they, they drew with West Brom. Exactly. Well, they got uh, spanked by Villa. I know. Well, that was a while ago. I but know, but it was still brilliant. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and before Arsenal won those two games, uh, Sam Allardyce said this about Arsenal they will be wondering what has hit them. They will be wondering why they are down there. Hmm. They will be wondering what it takes to get out of that position. I know what it takes. Mm. Who was mm-hmm. that? This isn't my beautiful Bolton. Uh, (laughs) Uh, How did I get here? (laughs) Watching the gunners go by. Uh, Apparently, Jim, this, now this is what we're all about here at Football Ramble. It's good noise, that. It's a lovely noise, that. Use it sparingly. Um, How do you get your head to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Empty? Well, indeed. (laughs) But but it becomes filled with thoughts when when Diego Costa and uh, Atletico Madrid say, no, you you know, the the contract's torn up, you're you're free to go. Now, there's the latest... I think this is irresponsible, (laughs) letting Diego Costa out into the wild. Yeah. (laughs) Off the leash. Yeah. Well, there's... there's, It's like one of those big rhinos you see from a helicopter marauding across the... uh, Is he Bound the play rules. Yeah, if he's, yeah. If he's out of contract, shoot Get the tranquilizer dart in him quickly. Well, <laughs> he might turn up at Arsenal. Arteta's toast. Well, reportedly, Arteta said, "I've got her." Yeah, no. <laughs> I've got Diego him. Costa turned up and said, "I'm the captain now." Yeah. yeah. God. If you want me to run your little camping trip, yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Is that right? <laughs> Jurassic Park too. I've moved us on. There and, we uh, go. Yeah, yeah. Still part of the franchise. <laughs> It's okay. Diego Costa, yeah. He's, the Wolves are reportedly interested in him as, as well. The, 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 the one thing that people don't realise, to be serious for a second, yes. about Diego Costa, sorry to cut in, but just, yeah. to, just to make it very, very clear, uh-huh. <clears throat> is that his vision is based on movement. Yes. So... <laughs> So, the, <laughs> Arsenal were the last place he wants to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll be very confused. Yeah. Why am I the only person on the pit? <laughs> yeah. I know. Do you think Lionel Messi says, do not call me the goat around him? Yeah. <laughs> don't put, yeah. Stick don't, with the flea. Stick with the flea. Don't play him against Leeds. You get a headache yeah. all oh, over dear. the place. Indeed, yeah. Well, I, apparently Arsenal have been keeping tabs on him yeah. for some time. And, and is that mm. the most unlikely destination? Well, I don't Practically know. No. it's not. Because, no, because, because it, look at Willian. It's like we love a kind of knackered old Chelsea player. Also, also. <laughs> So isn't part of the terms of his release that if he goes to a rival La Liga or Champions League club, he has yeah. to pay a big amount of money? Oh, is that right? Arsenal don't fit into either of those. Neither do yeah. Wolves, though. Yeah, true. I think Wolves is more likely. But to be honest, right, one of the he speaks Portuguese. One of the guilty pleasures in in my game. <laughs> Marcus wants to talk about and a bit of Spanish, Jim. Sorry, I'm just going through his languages. Yeah. Carry on, Zach. Yeah. One of the guilty pleasures in in my gaff is a show on MTV called Catfish, where people oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah, got yeah, themselves into um, weird on- online relationships with people they've never met, and I've been watching. Too much of that, and the moment I saw this news, I was like, "That is not Diego Costa." <laughs> Get Neven Max on this. That is yeah. someone's dicking Arsenal about in the same way that someone sold Anders Herrera to Man United once, and it wasn't actually him. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah, believe yeah. this for a moment. I'm surprised. Uh, if you're talking of MTV shows, I'd, I'd have put you down as more of a 16 and pregnant type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 600. Let's move pound. on from that. <laughs> my 600 pound life. <laughs> That's another one. I've not yeah. seen Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, come Is that on. a real one? Yeah, it's oh, a real one. Um, um, can I just say also that May United, the way you phrased that, Jim. Yeah, they didn't pay any money, did they? No, and, and, and the Herrera Crucy did actually sign for May United. Yeah, but later. <laughs> yeah, but people th- listening thinking, I'm sure I've seen him play for May United. Yeah. You have. That was a separate incident. Did you see what Diego Costa How said? is Edward Wood still there after that? No. Do you know why he's got so many Ds in his name? Yes. Okay. Um, Do you know, Jim? I don't, actually. Because otherwise he'd be Ewa Woo Wah. Jim, he's silly. He's silly, wouldn't it? 
Uh, but yeah. Apparently after Luis Suarez scored a couple of goals on Costa's return from injury against Elche recently, Costa said he wasn't scoring the bastard. Now I'm back and he scores twice. Yeah. Yeah. Team spirit, That's yeah. why he's got to go, isn't it? Like, those two clashing, you don't want that. Oh. But I mean, he, Costa's record since he went back to Atletico is pretty, pretty average uh, and that's being kind. So... I think, you know, it's tempting to to look at Diego Costa coming, like joining Arsenal, thinking, oh, that'd be a brilliant option. But he, it looks like he's not the player that we, we saw him as at Chelsea. But with Wolves being in the situation where they are, where they're having to, you know, rely fairly heavily on Fabio Silva, who's obviously very young, it makes sense in a short-term deal, right? Yeah, it does. I think it's. I think it makes sense if they can get him. It's a better fit for Wolves than it is for Arsenal on the sort of wages they want. And Arsenal, yeah. Arsenal. I think Arsenal prefer to deal with certain types of agents. And I don't know who Diego Costa's agent is actually. Um, and uh, I think Diego, Wolves is a better environment for him mm. and a better move um, than it would be for Arsenal. I think. No, uh, no. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'd like to see him back to our fair shores. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Oh, it would be great. It's the name of the game. Um, before we go to the break, a brand new episode of Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy is out today. It's a superb, wide-ranging interview with none other than the lovely man that is Roberto Martinez. Ooh, back oh, back up, back up. Exactly. He talks about building an identity at Swansea, his loneliness at Everton, oh. and all the highs and lows of being a manager. Check it out over on Between the Lines. Just search for Between the Lines wherever you get your podcasts. Love that. Now it's time for a break. Hello, I am Sven Goran Eriksson and you are listening to the Football Ramble. Oh, popping up all over the gaff. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway, everybody. What about that um, Christmas Day treat for the listeners, oh, Sven? Goodness. Oh, my goodness. You were like a dog with 42 dicks. Right? Well, a, a, a good friend of mine said that he lives in Argentina and he said that he... Is that slappy? It is. Slappy. <laughs> he listened to uh, that podcast while uh, sitting outside in his paddling pool one evening because it was really, really hot, obviously, because yeah. it's uh, summer. And then it suddenly dawned on him that he was nude and he said, I'm probably not the, the, the <laughs> first or the last person to hear Sven's uh, beautiful voice whilst nude and wet. <laughs> If you tell, uh, and also if you tell Sven, how old is you? How old is Slappy these days? Uh, late thirties. Yeah. Nah, forget it. Carry on. What do you think? As I say, if it was, if it was a, a a naked Argentinian beauty, yeah, listening to his dulcet tones on uh, Christmas Day or whatever, Sven would be interested. He'd be very interested. Would he be interested in Slappy? Uh, probably not. No. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Disrespectful well, to you, mate. Yeah. As he, as he said in the interview, oh, I'm too old these days. Yeah, exactly. Of course he is. You could hear the glint in his eye, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we are. Right, ladies and gentlemen, time for these. So we have had some correspondence from uh, Edward Ritter. Now that to me, that sounds like the name of a villain from so, like an eighties action movie. It sounds like the guy, the son of um, who's the who's the actor that plays um, Sarah Connor's son in Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Edward Furlong. Yes, that's it. That's what I was thinking. Mm, of. Some yes. reason it reminded me of that. Who is also Chicharito? Um, <laughs> the the, the, the the, the time wouldn't work out, but they do look similar. Well, there's time travel involved. Mildly yeah. similar. So, it's like when um, 
Liam Gallagher got convinced that he was the reincarnation of John Lennon. <laughs> and then Noel Gallagher pointed out that he was like Pro- born like probably not, two though. years before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Probably not how that works, is it? Yeah, no. yeah. Oh, God. Robbie Williams also did an interview where he said uh, when he wrote one of his songs, it happened after he had prayed to John Lennon. Just shut up. Yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, that could be true. No, it couldn't. It could be true. It's not happened, though, is it? What, which song was it? Jim, uh, the Jim. Road to Mandalay, I believe. Don't even know it. Don't even know it. Jim, don't get in the ring. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You can't lose if yeah. you don't play, Jim. That's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Let's not debate whether or not... And I always play. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Edward Ritter's been in touch. Hi, Edward. A recent show briefly discussed the Snowmageddon World Cup qualifier between the US and Costa Rica yeah. in 2013. Great memories of that, but did not mention the incredible lengths Costa Rica went to disrupt the US in the return fixture in September of 2013. The US arrived and went through normal customs and immigration procedures instead of being fast-tracked, causing significant delays. To be fair, the US did the same to Costa Rica in March. A large crowd of irate Costa Ricans also pelted the bus with eggs while chanting no fair play USA before spending the next few nights singing outside the team hotel to disrupt their sleep. No big deal. But the Costa Rican Federation refused to help US soccer find a place to train before the game and several locations refused to permit the US to enter their facilities. The team ended up at a dairy uh, a grocery store that had a nice grass field where their sessions were consistently interrupted by the dairy's mascot, a man in a cow suit with an air horn. <laughs> That's, that is top draw. The Costa Rican Federation also neglected to comply with a FIFA requirement to supply the visiting squad with <clears> footballs <throat> that would be used in the game to train with, and taxi drivers in San Jose organised a traffic tro- slowdown while the team were trying to get to the stadium. This didn't work. The USA lost the game 3-1, though in the end topped CONCACAF qualifying. So that's from uh, 80s action movie villain Edward Ritter. That's great. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. And also, doesn't Costa Rica have like the... Aren't they like the happiest nation on earth? And they sort of always regularly come out on top they're, they're as like, places with like, the highest quality of life. Are they? Just no, you're, happiest population nah. or something. No, like there's that. a there's a th- so so Denmark and Finland are usually quite high on that list. But I know what you mean though. There's a, there's a, like an expression there, uh, la vida pura, you know, which is like this sort of the, well, I mean, literal translation. I think is the pure life. I think, mm. but it's kind of like the relaxed life, the good life. Yes, it is that they don't have an army, for example. Right. Yeah. The um, most recent, listen, the most recent top ten list, Costa Rica, right in it. No, but right. I, no, but relative certainly for the region. Do you right. Certainly the, for the do region. Do you want the top ten or what? No. Is this All quality right. of life or happiest? <laughs> Um, the 10 happiest countries in the Finland world. Finland and Denmark are top two, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Um, Jim, you want to have a guess? Um, happiest nation in the world. England. <laughs> Strangely, they don't make yeah. it either. Is it, is it, is it 27 think... European countries <laughs> joined yeah. together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the European Union as well. I bet the Aussies and the Kiwis are in there. So number 10, Luxembourg. Yeah, of course. Number nine, Austria. Yeah. Oh. Number eight, New Zealand, yep. you'd expect. Yeah. Number seven, Sweden, Sveria. Yeah, well, Num- of course. Number six, Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, they've been angry. Maybe they've cheered up a bit. Number five, Norway. Yeah. Number four, Iceland. Yeah, it's all the Scandies and all Number them. three, Switzerland. And then Denmark and then Finland. There you are. Yeah, yeah well, no Costa Rica. I, yeah, I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know anything about Costa Rica. Maybe, they, maybe say, they're 11th. All I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> though, it's like... <laughs> Still very high. Yeah. They've really got themselves up for that. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not... Um, it, yeah, they're not a feisty bunch. <laughs> yeah. And there are plenty of those in that region of the world, I think. Mm. Um, excellent. Jim, so you've got another... Move on, oh, yeah, on. we're going to move on to um, some names that have been haunting listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is... For, I had a dream about uh, Johan Bash. Uh, oh, I didn't have a dream about him. His head was... His name was rattling around my head, uh, which so, worried me when we... Played Brighton yesterday, but it, he didn't score. So when, I, when I heard you say that, um, it reminded me of something, just very quickly, that um, we, we did this online draft for fantasy football, right? Mm. A couple of seasons ago. It must have been, maybe it might have been the start of last season. I know the years always blend into one these days, particularly with the, with the pandemic. But we were all doing the online draft mm-hmm. in our respective homes. So we're mm. seeing who are people were selecting on the... Um, 
on the thing, on the screen. And between my mates and I, I've been, we've been talking about it for ages, right? And we're really gear, gearing up for who we're going to do for our first pick. And it's done at random who gets the first pick. And my mm-hmm. mate Jimmy got the first pick, right? And no word of a lie, like 30 seconds before the draft mm-hmm. started, his internet went down, oh. which meant he just got given a random selection and he got given your handback for his first oh. pick and, and he'd never played in the Premier League before that point and I was sitting there thinking why the fuck has he picked your handback <laughs> yeah. so that when you said that that reminded me of that's a play that always sticks in my mind as well mm. I always remember him for that reason mm. interesting well Taylor Pritchett has been in touch uh, at saying since playing FIFA 99 on PS1 at the age of three the name Jesper Blomqvist mm. of Manchester United yeah. at the time has been in my head almost on a daily basis ever since never actually saw him play therefore just looked at his goals to games ratio and I'm bloody glad I remember him I think I remember Man United playing against possibly Gothenburg who he played for at the time and his name standing out and then later signing he, start, he started the Champions League I was about to say have yeah. a bit of respect put some respect Jim first oh, t- no not you Ty- Taylor, Taylor sorry because yeah. he, he started Champions League he was a part of that side that won the treble yeah. he was, he was a squad player and he, was a, you know, he, he filled a hole and also no one's playing FIFA 99 at three years old nah. for one mm. two <laughs> Blomqvist was a decent player uh, and three it's a rare example of someone mm. having a Q in their name or Q in a word yes. without a U after it. Absolutely. To put some respect yeah. on it. Also, yeah. Taylor, yeah, as Luke points out, playing FIFA 99 at three is an outrageous claim. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's like a pointless claim as well. <laughs> Just don't say how old you were. Yeah. It's Moving pointless. On, uh, Liam Roberts says simply, Jan Venegor of Hesseling. Mm. Yeah. I think we can all get behind Why does that. that haunt you though? It doesn't haunt you that. That's a good little... You probably just want answers, don't you? Good name, that's very true. Well, thank you very much for your emails there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we've got some Premier League action tonight. Apparently, Spurs and Fulham, that's uh, in doubt, that one, because of, uh, you know, COVID and and all that kind of stuff. Lots of games being um, postponed in the the Football League as well, by the way. Yeah, well, uh, there's a a bit of trouble there. I mean, we had some some championship as well last night. Sheffield Wednesday won. Sacked Tony Pulis. Yeah. And they won a game. Yeah. Mm. What was that? Pope Pulis, 45 days in charge. I was quite surprised yeah. at that. And yeah. he was giving it the big in about wanting to meet Sheffield United in the Premier League, wasn't he? At the yeah. Start of it? I mean, he did win just sort of one in 10. So maybe his methods, they don't. Uh, I don't know an awful lot about struggling. Sheffield Wednesday at the moment, but yeah. what I do know is that um, it's not very good. Yeah, no, they are struggling. So yeah. uh, good for them that they won uh, mm. last night. Um, looking ahead, though, in the in the Premier League, Chelsea uh, against Manchester City was a fixture that I was quite looking forward to that one, I think. Mm. Um, but of course, Man City, their game was postponed against Everton, and there's a bit of investigation going on there with Everton sort of pushing that so that game you wonder if 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 that can go ahead because Man City's training ground has been closed after that Covid uh, outbreak um, so uh, it's uh, we should also mention there's games tonight right but we're not going to preview them well as I said Spurs yeah. and Fulham tonight yeah, they, yeah. that is in doubt well, you did um, mention that already so yeah, yeah Newcastle play Liverpool when I see that fixture I think oh is it going to end 4-3 and I think <laughs> that is a long time ago now <laughs> I really <laughs> must move on from but that of all the seasons <laughs> yeah yeah. I, of all the seasons Newcastle aren't scoring three goals mate yeah <laughs> 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 it could be uh, could go one better. It could go like four, four or something, or five, mm, three again. But but well, without being too serious, but just for a moment, yes. I I'm so the season's been condensed so much that the way the football authorities have managed to get this season happening mm-hmm. is by giving no rigor room at all. Yeah. So they're doing things like I don't think they're doing they're not doing replays in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be two legs in the semi final. There's a few things that have changed. Right. The Champions League was condensed, for mm-hmm, example. Mm-hmm. Right. If we get, and football, we should say, the world of football has been very, very good, from what I can make out, at limiting these infections. And Just, been, they've done yeah, remarkably yeah. well. But if it starts to go a different way, yeah. that we might arguably be seeing the start of now, I genuinely don't know 
what they'll be able to do mm. because the, the the European Championship start on the 11th of June. Mm-hmm. You'd imagine that's happening because the yeah. vaccinations will be widespread by then. You think that's probably going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I imagine the venue might change. They might change some of the logistics around it, but mm-hmm. that's going to happen. So there's actually no room. Mm. If they don't, um, if they have to postpone, I don't know how many because I can't really work it out in my mind at the moment, but if they have to postpone a certain amount of games, they're simply not going to be able to finish the season. Mm. And I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. And, I, and I've got no point to make other than just pointing that out. Yeah, six pointers. Play two double games, headers like in Sunday headers. football. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two games oh. of like thirty minute halves. Hungover double headers. <laughs> They're the worst. You do an hour gym for the first game, yeah. an hour for the second game of half time in the middle, and it counted as two games. <sighs> I never. I just six points. Ninety yeah. minutes, six points. Yeah, all to play for. That's what I would get the stakes up prefer. high. I did that twice. We drew both games. Disappointing. Got two points. It's like. Uh... That's all right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, funny old game, isn't it? Mm. Um, Manchester United, though, they are playing, uh, they're going to play Aston Villa, all being well. Hey, Solskjaer has taken well. the Man United Tribute Act, yeah. the, the Sir Alex Ferguson Tribute Act, to yep. unbelievable levels yeah. now. I mean, they're it's second. It's not being said enough. They are second in the league, two points behind Liverpool. And they won in Fergie time. Uh, yeah. Are they going to knock Liverpool off that perch, Jim? Uh, that would be hilarious, wouldn't it? If uh, they could climb straight back up there. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously not or a great. Like, put some further. Distance between them and the perch. <laughs> I mean, they obviously they, they beat Wolves one 0 Not a great game. And I, no. look, I I know he's you know national treasure, Marcus Rashford, absolutely. But he he nearly angered me. Well, what, uh, they, why, why, why was that? Well, oh, not not squaring it. He should have squared that to Cavani, and he got lucky with the deflection that he scored that because it's. As I was watching it, I was thinking, Cavani is open and yeah. that is Edison, Edinson Cavani. I know you're good, Rashford, but look at the angle. Look at where you are. Yeah. Square it, square it. He doesn't square it. He hits it. And I think, what have you done? Lucky. Yeah. Very lucky there, young in, man. In the words of Big Pav, um, life support machine job. <laughs> you would t- unplug a life support machine <laughs> to plug in your mobile phone. That's what he'd say. Life support machine job. <laughs> yeah. But they won though. It went in. Exactly. That's what the history books will Wolves say. Wolves had a chance themselves late on silver. Yeah, they did. Mm. Yeah, which is so they, they rode their luck a little bit. But li- listen, they're second, and 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 again, it's another example of it's very hard to really um, properly assess where teams are at, what they're good at, what they're bad at, because well, it changes so well, often. Look at Wolves. I mean, we know obviously they're missing Jimenez, you know, after that terrible injury. But they've won one in their last six. They're sitting twelfth. And but I mean, we have seen this with Wolves before, and then they kind of get going and they finish quite comfortably in the top half yeah. and we kind of expect that really if they got Diego Costa that would be quite something as well um, but uh, they, they lost the game at the end of the day and their uh, and and their local rivals I suppose Aston Villa are going to um, to play Manchester United and Villa got themselves a handy point away at Chelsea I mean Villa are the side that I think that have 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 surprised me the most this season. Mm. I just didn't expect this at the start. I know it's been a crazy season, da di da di da. But they they they're one they they they've got a game in hand uh, off or, or from Liverpool. They've played fourteen. Liverpool have played fifteen. If they win that, which obviously is, is not a given, but if they do, then they will be three points off the top. Yeah, which is which is just the, the main United game is their game in hand, right? I think, uh, I think it is right. Okay. Well, they. Well, the Manchester United have played all. They've they've played the same as Liverpool, fifteen games. But it shows you that when I look at Manchester United, and I think they're only two points off the top. Yeah. Are we being harsh with Solskjaer? Are we being, you know, what's the yeah. thing? And then you look at Villa and you go, oh yeah, it is a bit mad this season. I mean, mm. look, where do you where do you see? Do, is it any clearer what you so, think of Solskjaer so, at Manchester United? No, not really. <laughs> and if you, if you think it may not have only lost something like four games 
since the start of October mm. or something. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've played, lost three they, in the league this season. They've played which a lot. Is, and, is low. And, and, and you could add that kind of principle with Chelsea as well. Mm. Just when you think, oh, what Chelsea is... So the, the, the timeline of Chelsea in my mind is they can't stop conceding goals. Mm. So they bring in a new keeper, they bring in Thiago Silva, hugely experienced and decorated centre-back, and it seems to sort itself out. Mm-hmm. Then that drifts again. Yeah. Mm. And, then, and then all of a sudden... Even though they look like without Silver they were struggling at the back, mm-hmm. even when Silver plays they're struggling at the back. Yeah. And the goalkeeper who looks like an improvement on Kepa, which of course he is, his form starts to drop off as well. So it's very difficult to predict. It is. But I think, as I say, obviously they didn't play this week and we've already sort of mentioned them, but I think people, they're forgetting about Manchester City. They've won, they've won four in the last six. They're, 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 they've got a game or two in hand on, on some of the the teams above them you know if they, if they start winning again you know they'll be up there yeah. uh, because you can say oh well they're down in eighth but again the league table is telling a lot of porky pies this so, season so it's not um, it's not a vintage man, Pep Guardiola Man City side that we've seen in the past I don't mm-hmm. think no um, but they've only lost two games in the league this season they've only lost two games in total this season and they're just starting to show signs now mm-hmm. that they might be about to hit their form. And their two next games, <clears throat> excuse me, Chelsea away, Man United away. Well, that'll show, won't it? If they get six points out of that, well, the Manchester Derby will be, baby. Will, will be very, very interesting indeed. Mm. Um, will but, it? We always think that. Oh yeah. And then sometimes it's. Do you remember that turgid. one? Oh, there yeah. was one with. Was there one Mourinho was United manager? United might have yeah. won it and it was one no, of wasn't the worst. Nil nil. Nil nil. It was one awful. of the worst games I've ever seen. Yeah, not this season though, boys. No. Well, I mean, what, what, what? I mean, there was a nil-nil that angered me a while. Back. I mean, this season's the last. The last one was horrific. Well, you're talking about Mourinho style. Um, Solskjaer style has, of course, been under a lot of scrutiny. Uh, Louis Van Hal. Uh, That's has, right. Uh, yeah, they played. Has, sorry, Mark. They played at the start of December and it was shit. Yeah, I forgot about didn't that, yeah. cover it. No, yeah, it was yeah. so bad we couldn't bring ourselves yeah. to well earlier this month uh, big uh, LVG obviously he does what's that. he doing now he loves it doesn't just he just piping up he is yeah, yeah. He, he's taking a break from Queens of the Stone Age and he's just piping <laughs> up about Man United it's yeah. brilliant <laughs> he said United just defend and put a couple of players up front who can run 100 metres in 9 seconds is that a world record so specific <laughs> would be yeah would be a world record have a little Google Lou yeah, so I don't think it is necessarily... So the world record for the 100 metres is Usain Bolt. It's 9.58. But I'd, It's not the point here. No, well, the point is I was going to make... The point I was going to make is that... If you just think, address that first. If you think about it, if you take just a random 100 metre section mm-hmm. of a race, yeah. then the guy who's also Usain Bolt, who's got the world record in the 200 metres, mm. the second 100 metres where he's already got a running start, yes. is, he's probably going to have run that second portion of the 100 metres faster than 9.58. Mm, right. So the world record probably, technically, mm-hmm. is 9.58, but actually in real life, it's longer. Uh, sorry, it's quicker. And I believe there was also some mm-hmm. archaeologists who found out just by stride patterns of some Aboriginals in Australia in the past, they might have even been able to run faster than that. My goodness. They could have been messing with future historians, though. True. You never rule it out. You don't know, do you? No, you can't. Yeah, that that is true. Any of it, gentlemen. (laughs) Talking about records and so on, that leads us neatly on to something that is not Premier League. Um, Messi, of course, uh, uh, got the record. Also, we thought uh, for goals scored by uh, by a player at a single club, and we thought, what an achievement! What an achievement! That's that put to bed. But of course. Santos have piped up, haven't they? I did think to myself, hang on, that's gone under the right. Ra- that slipped through. That, yeah. that slipped through the House of Lords very, very seamlessly. Did yeah, it yeah. Not? <laughs> can, I, can I also say, to be more specific, so so Santos and Pele have come out. I don't think, mm. In fact, I don't think Pele said anything. Oh, well, Mario's he's what is he yeah, cooking up? He'll be next week. <laughs> San, Santos have came out and said, oh, actually, Messi still hasn't broken the record for the most number of goals scored at one club. Yeah, um, but. 
the, the thing, <laughs> what I like about this is what they call themselves. Oh, it's amazing. It the, is amazing. The Association of Researchers and Historians of Santos FC. It's just a bunch of blokes. That yeah. didn't exist, that title, until about a week ago. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Incorporated 2020. Messi's done what? Quickly. <laughs> yeah. Assemble. You, oh, that's it then. You'll decide, will you? That's, complete, <laughs> that's completely unbiased, yeah. isn't it? Well, they claim that Pele's goals in friendly matches do, in fact, count. Meaning Messi, who scored, what is it, 400 odd goals for Barcelona, he got there. 600 and. Sorry. No, he's, in all competitions, he's got 715. Uh, yeah. But, but I mean, I think, I think he's talking league. I think it was sort of yeah. League, yeah, domestically. Yeah. Um, so this means that, that Messi, marvellous achievement, if he really wants to surpass Pele's 1,091 goals, he's going to have to score for another 448 goals. <laughs> Credit where it's due. Oh, I'll get Four, started then. 448 I? goals in friendlies. <laughs> Jesus. Because Santos used to go all over the place yeah, and they yeah. would tour like the, the Harlem Globetrotters uh-huh. effectively. Yeah, it they? doesn't so, count. Exactly. But, but in their defence though, the, those no, friendlies... No. <laughs> those friendlies were played in front of crowds. No, those oh, yeah. friendlies, they, they did have an extra meaning. So a friendly back then when they would play these exhibition matches against European sides or, or whatever, they did, it, we don't really have that so much yeah. these days. So that they, they were competitive, is what you said. They were competitive, essentially. But the real story I here... don't know if they're 448 goals-worthy competitive. Mm. That is very, very in question. He didn't get half of them away to Milan in an exhibition match no, or something no, like yeah, that. But, you know. but the statement also reads, the numbers are absolute. A goal against Transvaal from Suriname there you go. has the same value as a goal scored at Real Madrid in the middle of the Santiago Bernabeu. Yeah, so they've undermined that their implies, argument with yeah, that. Yeah. In the middle. That implies from the halfway line, yeah, right? Yeah, mm. it's It's... The, the, the real story here is just how much they care, yeah. isn't it? Because I don't imagine that um, that it really matters in what is essentially a team sport. But the, one of the best stats about Messi and his mm. goals is Richard Jolly, who's a really good follower on Twitter. He mm. does all these great stats. He said he he found out and and mm. researched and and revealed that since Lionel Messi scored his first goal, yeah. he has outscored Tony Poulis teams <laughs> by 715 to 696, which is amazing. Is brilliant. Does that mean he gets to go in the Crystal Dome or not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he had 696 silver tokens, yeah. but 715 gold tokens. <laughs> My goodness. Amazing. My goodness. Marvellous stuff. Right, a couple of odd things that happened over the Christmas period which are worth uh, bringing to your attention if you don't already know. Uh, the Russian manager, Leonid Slutsky, the big slut, uh, is back. He's been covering uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You. In English. Why yes. has he done that? Because he's... You know, because he's a uh, he's a bit wacky. <laughs> yeah, I love that you. I love that you even attempted to answer that. Much. James James Horncastle once told us a story. I think it was James Horncastle, and I think I'm right in saying about Leonid Slutsky falling out of a tree. Oh uh, no, he, yeah, Slutsky said that that okay. that was. What happened? Did he get injured and then he he couldn't play football for it? I think there might be a sort of a sort of like a, an origins he's kind a of story. Of, he's a bit of a character. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. how does he end up in the tree in the first place? Uh, saving a cat or something. Yeah, I can't remember. All he wants for Christmas is you, Jim Campbell. Mm, God, terrifying. Why did so, yeah, you disappoint I mean, him? If you if you've not seen the video, it is a it is a video. They've made a proper music video with Ruben Kazan players in it and everything. Mm. Um, I wanted to play it, but the um the the suits and the beards wouldn't let me because yeah, of rights oh, reasons. Damn. Bloody the man. Yeah. There's a bit where they're eating referee themed biscuits, aren't they? He takes, a, <laughs> he takes a bite out of a big VAR one. Nice. And and there's a specific what I can Satire? only assume is a specific Russian referee as well that he, he takes. Was Armando Yanucci directing it? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Pretty biting satire that. It is, yeah. Spe- speaking of that kind of stuff. 
Um, did you see what happened at uh, Queen of the South in Scotland? <laughs> I did. Yeah, they could face fines after gorgeous George Galloway was uh, was seen in in, in the stands. Um, him and his family uh, were there at their Boxing Day game against Dundee. The club uh, issued uh, an initial apology for supporters who have been upset by his attendance. That's because of COVID, not the fact that why is George Galloway in our stadium? Yeah. Um, I've got a statement from Galloway here. Go on. Would you like me to drink the milk? <laughs> We might have to explain no, that. No, maybe fuck you it. shouldn't. Nah, yeah. I don't care. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently uh, they, they apologised, say, saying that Galloway had been granted permission to attend uh, when Dumfries and Galloway was in tier one hmm. uh, and admitted that we should have informed Mr. Galloway. Do it in no the We should have informed Mr. Galloway that he could no longer attend the match. Why is Craig Brown coming? Uh, I just, I, yeah, I was thinking. Uh, so shout out for. How him. dare you <laughs> say that I'm not. Worthy of being here. Got Why don't Scottish people like this show? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they love it, mate. They do. Did we talk about George's Highlander? I don't yeah, know. Is that yeah. what that was That's from? how George's 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 Gorge. George's Gorge. Gorgeous George Galloway speaks to him. He's sort of like in Star Trek. He was. <laughs> he was in all of them. <laughs> well, um, can we just take a moment to um, uh-huh. list? So I'm going to give you a name, Jim. Mm. Very quickly, mm-hmm. well, we're going really long on the show, but I want to give you a name really quickly. Go on. And I'm going to give you three names. You've got to tell me whether you think it's a real Scotland team or not. Go on. A real team of Scotland or not. Okay, ready? Inverkeithing Hillfield Swifts. Even you're not convinced by that. No, have I got to guess one? In a... You've got to guess whether it's real or not. <sighs> Quick game's I good really game. want that to be real, yeah. so yes. Yeah, it's real. Oh, uh, do you know what? I didn't think that yeah. was. Uh, Lothian Thistle Hutchison Vale. Yep. Yeah, that's also real. Hutchie Vale, yeah. I yeah. remember playing against their youth team. Um, Dun Donald Bluebell. Now, I believe this to be a trick question and that they're all real. Yeah, they're all real. <laughs> yeah. They're all real. Yeah. I didn't even get to Crossgate's Primrose. Love it. Um, what about Bonnie Rig Thistle, Jim? That sounds a bit far-fetched to me. Yeah, well, they might well be a team. That, but of course, Bonnie Rig Rose, but their yeah, games, yes. their Scottish Cup games have been called off recently. Um, by the way, just to say that Galloway justified his attendance by claiming that he was planning to sponsor the club and was spreading the word about the club to millions of people. Millions. And we wanted to just help that along yeah. its way. They yeah, are gorgeous. Millions. Presented without comment. Yeah, Presented without comment. Oh, now right. I've heard of Queen of the South. I'll support them. Give them money. <laughs> Right, now it's time for uh, for to score with Betway. Uh, entry to Betway's for to score is free. Each week, pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Obviously, you have to get that clear. You must make sure they're selected before the first game. Otherwise, um, it won't count. Further T's and C's apply. Game one is on Saturday. It's Brighton v Wolves. And Marcus Speller, you're up again. Ruben Nevj. Nice, okay. Big nevs. Yeah. Thinking he's going to uh, play alongside Martinez on the base of that midfield opposition. Well, he's just due a goal. He's yeah. due a 20-yarder. Due a pinger. Mm. Fair enough. Okay, Ruben Neves. Game two is you, Jim Campbell. West Brom v Arsenal, Saturday night. Yes, um, I've gone for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and obviously he's not in great form, but um, I don't know who he's going to start. And I think given that he's a penalty taker, I've mm. uh, played it a bit safe there. And um, who, uh, this one certainly means that West Brom will score first. Yeah. And then Big Sam will be a really aggressively chewing gum down mm. the camera. I think he will start. So you got, I think you've got a decent chance. Um, Burnley v Fulham, Sunday lunchtime. That's me. Um, I've gone for no scorer. Ooh. Mm. Trivia fans will notice that that's the first time I've ever done no yeah. scorer. Um, so that's my selection. I just, I, to be honest, I couldn't even bring myself to think about it. It's such a shit game. Uh, game four, Newcastle v Leicester is Jules Breach, our very own Jules Breach. And she had this to say. Merry Christmas, guys. 
Do we still say that once the actual day has passed? Uh, anyway, I've said it. Uh, hope you all had a lovely one. Uh, I reckon for Newcastle Leicester, it's got to be Jamie Vardy, hasn't it? He didn't start the last game. He also didn't score. So he's going to be bang up for it. Jamie Vardy first to score. He's also was very angry with uh, Ayosi Perez, wasn't he? Mm. For missing the chance. Okay, so that's Jamie Vardy as dual selection. So we've got Ruben Neves, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, no score in Burnley, Fulham and Jamie Vardy in Newcastle v Leicester. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. 18 plus and do gamble responsibly. For more information on responsible gambling, head to begambleaware.org. Okay. Let me add a little bit of spice Ooh. to that. Wise games is quite difficult to explain, but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it. Yeah, boy, it's time <laughs> for Luke's game, isn't it? Luke's oh, yeah. game. Uh, it's Marcus Speller, the current lineal champion. Oy, oy. I think you're <clears> the <throat> person who's held the title for longest now. Probably. I think some of my Not Kate. Has told Kate me. held it for a while. Yeah, she avoided it for a while. Yeah, she, yeah. she did a proper Riddick bow. Uh, and chucked the uh, belt in the bin. She played a load of friendlies as yeah. well, didn't I mean, she? That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's a metaphor. Kate Mason should not be fighting Lennox Lewis. No. Um, it'd be a bloodbath. Right. Um, <laughs> Lewis would know what he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Marx is currently a champion. Jim Campbell is the former champion. Uh-huh. Um, so he's got pedigree as well. Um, we're going to bust through this, you guys, okay? Uh, really important. Jim's obviously going to go first because he's a challenger, but it's really important that you both have fire in your <clears> belly and your head in the freezer. Okay, the first player, Jim Campbell. He's played for seven clubs in total. He's Thomas Hitzelsberger. I'm going to go for three. Oh, straight in there with three. That's a good opening bid. That's the sweet spot, Marcus, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. What do you think? I'd like you to name you three. Okay. Cool. One at a time, please, Jim All Campbell. Because right, I do not have four. <laughs> three clubs that Thomas Hitzelsberger, who retired in 2013, has turned out for. Aston Villa. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, those Swedish stuff. Probably how you would have said it. Uh, West Ham. West Ham is also correct. He actually played for them, did he? Yeah, he played 11 league games oh, for them. Oh, okay. Thomas Fair play. Uh, and this one is obviously a little bit of a uh, hit and hope from long range, as the man was very good at himself. I'm going to go for Hamburg. Oh, Jim. <laughs> Point to Marcus. Stuttgart. Yes, that would have been correct. Uh, Cologne? Cologne? No. Ah, you see, I wasn't sure about that one. Mm. That's why I didn't do... Aston Villa. Did yeah. a bit of time at Chesterfield on loan in 2001. Stuttgart, Lazio. Oh, right. West Ham United, Wolfsburg. Ah. Yeah, that's as good. And Everton. And for Everton. those... Yeah, seven league games at Everton. That never happened. It did. And <laughs> I, I tell you what also happened. I once saw him at Victoria Station. Oh, did you? Mm. Yeah, so there we go. This game no reveals that... Like, mm. Hitzelsberger, I can't picture him at all. I have to also say, if yeah. you would have said Victoria Station, yeah. that would have been correct. Because like, Incorrect, because I saw him, but he didn't actually play a game there. Okay. I just He was just commuting. <laughs> um, okay, Marcus, you're up first. Oh, sorry, you're up next. Sorry, what am I talking about? One nil to you. You're up next. Seven clubs also. Still playing. Mm-hmm. Glenn Whelan. He's not still playing. He is still playing. Don't you dare question me. Can I ask how old he is or is that against the... You can ask, but I can't tell okay, you. Okay, okay. So I haven't looked it up. Glenn Whelan. Yeah. Seven clubs. Seven whole clubs. Yeah. It's a tough, it's a tough one because Glenn Whelan's a bit... He's less a human being, more a gas. Yes. You're aware of yeah, his yeah, presence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you can't really place it. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. I'll go for two. Okay, fair enough. Jim? Hmm. 
I think I've got two as well, which puts me... Do I go on the front foot? Ah, yeah. Screw it. I'll go on the front foot. You got three? For Glen Willan, I'll go for three, yeah. Please name your three. Okay, Jim, again, three pla- <laughs> you find yourself in the, un- yeah. in the unenviable position of having to name three football clubs that obscure football players played for. One at a time, please. Stoke City? 291 league games for Stoke City. Yeah. That's correct. That's one. I think he played for Villa. He did. 68 league games. Okay, now this one is just going to be an absolute shot in the dark. Uh, so let's go for Hull City. I see why you've done that. I see where you've gone for that. But unfortunately, it's incorrect. Leeds United? Oh. Manchester City is where he started his career. Oh, of course. Of course. Shut up. Berry on loan? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he spent a lot of time at Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, who doesn't remember that? <laughs> Stoke City, Aston Villa, Hearts, your boys. Yeah. And then he's currently playing at Fleetwood Town under Joey Barton. Blimey mm. O'Reilly. If Joey Barton's still How there, old is he? Check. You can tell us now. Uh, I don't know, Marcus. Oh, okay. I can look it up for you if you want me to. Go on then. I mean, God, bloody hell. What's this? Yeah. Football Ramble or Luke Googles things for Marcus? Uh, well, currently we're in the... Um, the he's 36 36 oh, okay so that's 2-0 okay. to Marcus okay <laughs> and Jim veteran grizzled journeyman warhorse Glenn Whelan younger than all of us yeah <laughs> yeah that is depressing alright Jim you need to get this one to stay in oh, no. I've, sorry Jim I've been very Jose Mourinho today so far 2-0 with free to as play as is you're right mate as yeah. is you're right. I, I, but, I, but what I'm saying is well done for going on the front foot because that's what makes the game good yeah let's see what he's made of now yeah nine clubs Retired in 2018, I believe. Darren Bent. Darren Bent. Dazzy okay. B. Should have a bit more joy with this one, I think. Uh-huh. Who could forget Glenn Whelan's time oh, to yeah. the two loan spells that Glenn Whelan spent at Bury? Darren Bent, I'm coming up. I've got three for definite. Up to you, mate. Your own decisions. Could have to push you for a okay. number, though, big man. I'm going to go four. Okay, Marcus, do you want five? I'll go five. Yeah, I yeah. think you're going to get this I'll one. have a go. Well, I'm, 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 not, myself. I'm not sure about this, but I'll go five. Five. Jim, can I, do I hear six from you? You do not. Okay, so Marcus, five clubs, please. One at a time. Your, your first chance in... Yeah, well, this, I thought to myself, I can't... To name I some can't, clubs. I've got to go for this. Yeah, it'd be embarrassing otherwise. <laughs> <wouldn't it? laughs> for, for a people's champion. Just a bit disrespectful to the fans that have turned up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it like watching Marcus play Luke's game? He didn't really do anything. No. Right, go. Sunderland. That's correct. 58 appearances in the league. Charlton. That's also correct. 68 appearances in the league. Tottenham Hotspur. That's three. 60 appearances in the league. Aston Villa. That's also correct. Derby County. What button am I going to press in now? That one. Marcus Speller wins. There it is. Absolute pasting. (laughs) Yeah, so Darren Bent has played for nine clubs in total. Town, Cheltenham Athletic, Spurs, Sunderland, Aston Villa, Fulham, Brighton, Derby, and Burton Albion. <laughs> I didn't even say Fulham. Yeah, <laughs> of course. It's um, so funny what this, what this game does to you. You think, hang on, yeah. okay. yeah. three 0 It's a big. It's an absolute it rinsing. I've, I've had a man sent off and scored an own goal. There. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. are the remain Sawyers of uh, yeah. of Luke's game. Yeah, but you went on the front foot though, and I I, I think that 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 the people the people respect that. Well, it was yeah. naive. Yeah. It was. <laughs> um, do you want to um, come on? Let's have briefly go through. So, Jim, you'd have been f- no, Marcus, you'd have been first on this one. You go on. Then. Eleven clubs. Tell Ben Haim. Oh, bloody Nora! Eleven of those. Have we had him before? Not in this season. We haven't. Okay. Though. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. You're welcome um, to check. I You're will, welcome to question my very integrity. Three on that. Yeah. Well, he's my guest, Jim. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Shut up, Jim. I'll have three. <laughs> 
Marcus. Oh, uh, sorry, Jim. I'll go, I'll go four then. Oh, I'll go five. Okay. Great. Jim? No. Okay. So you might have been confusing us with a uh, few confusing tailbone here with a fellow Israeli player we did recently. Ben Ayun. Yeah, uh, Yossi Ben Ayun. Yeah, okay. All right. Tailbone Ayun may have been done in the distant past. We started the year zero from the start of this season. Mm-hmm. He's not been done this season. Okay. How many clubs did you say? Five. Get on with it then. Yeah. Uh, Portsmouth. That is sadly correct. <laughs> no, he's all right. Chelsea. Uh, yeah. West Ham? Uh, ooh. Ooh, I got it wrong. Yes. Oh. Um, Rangers. Rangers. Glasgow, Glasgow Rangers. I should have said QPR, actually, that with the Rangers. Yeah, but I've said Glasgow yeah. Rangers, that's the rules. Yeah, QPR is correct. Yeah. Rangers is not correct. Ah, for some reason, I um, thought he was up there. That's a point to Jim. So it's Maccabi Tel Aviv, Bolton, Chelsea, Man City, Sunderland, Portsmouth, West Ham, QPR, Standard Liège, Charlton, Maccabi Tel Aviv again. And then he's apparently still playing at Beitar Jerusalem. That's ridiculous. I, why did I say Rangers? Because I had the other ones. Uh, well, anyway, not to worry. Doesn't that's matter. the game. That's the game. It's 3 1. Um, so the final one would have been Jim to go first. It's 10 clubs. Carlton Palmer. Carlton Palmer. Ooh. Bloody hell. Uh, retired in, like, weirdly, retired in 2005. I don't know why that's weird. I mean, it just is. How many clubs? Uh, he's played for 10 professional clubs. 10. I'll go four, and a couple of them are going to be guesses. Okay, go for it. Uh, Marcus, do you want five? Well, I had three that I was confident with, but I'd you, you go your four. So, Leeds United? He did play for them, yeah, for three seasons. Wimbledon? Uh, Ooh. You... Ooh. I don't know about that. That's wrong. <laughs> oh, is it really? I've, just, yeah. I've always... Yeah. I've got a... I've, he just seems like the most Wimbledon player ever. <laughs> I had, I had, Sheff- I had Sheffield Wednesday and Aston Villa. Ah, God, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday is correct. Uh, I don't think he didn't play for Aston Villa. Oh, they- <laughs> Another own goal. Yeah, <laughs> West Brom, Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds United, Southampton, Nottingham Forest, Coventry, Watford. Oh, Coventry Sheffield- with the other one. Sheffield Wednesday again, Stockport County, Dublin City, Mansfield Town. He also played for Stavely Miners Welfare, but they're not professional clubs. That doesn't count. Get a load of that, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. There we Four are. 4-1 no, to Marcus. Manager sent to the stand. A solid win. <laughs> a solid win. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we, of course, will be back on Monday, the 4th of January, to uh, talk about all the weekend's action. Mm. Hopefully it will be uh, uh, brimming full of actions and, and no games cancelled and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, don't forget, there'll also be a little treat for people tomorrow. Oh. So look out for that. Yes. A little treat. Not going to go into any detail. Oh, no. Um, it's nothing to be scared of. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Don't forget, it's an audio medium. Indeed. So it should be it fine. It can't hurt you. Mind you, the, the, the last treat we gave them on Christmas Day could have scared some people. Probably did. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably I'd did. like to think it charmed them in the end, though. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, people. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.